Welcome to our newest podcast from Public to School, School to Public Librarianship. Thank you for the ideas for creative titles for this podcast, and we'll be updating you on these soon. Podcasting from Dell Tech in Georgetown, Delaware. I am Alasia, and today we will be exploring what happens when students with great ideas find how to give back. We welcome guest Darshil Patel to tell us more on this idea. Darshil, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your high school and after background? So uh, I grew up, so I, I immigrated from India when I was about seven to eight. I did, um, I, so we moved to Sussex County. I went to middle school and high school with the Woodbridge School District, and after that, I attended UD. That's my uh, personal history, I guess. <laughs> what made you want to give back? So when I was in high school, I saw some, uh, basically I saw some defi- the, some holes in, in the curriculum, not curriculum, but my experiences there, something that would have been better if those holes were filled. Um, I, I don't know if that analogy is correct in, in what I'm saying. I hope it's not offensive to any degree, but I saw that there are some things we can improve upon for the um, betterment of the students and fully preparing them for what's coming after high school. So when I got to college, I was a little ready because I had worked um, a little bit harder. I listened to my teachers a lot more than some students did, but there's there's a disconnect with a lot of students and teachers because the, te- the students don't really see the teachers as um, the person to like completely listen to outside of just the class. But a lot of teachers did give me their personal experiences and I did listen to them, also the counselors and everybody that was around. But I know that most students won't do that. Like sometimes I didn't even do it because I'm just like, hey, it's my experience. They're older than I am. It's probably changed now, so I won't listen to them. So it's just, uh, I, I want to come back and show them that's not the case, and I feel like they'll have a better time listening to me. Um, what advantage do you see as being a Woodbridge graduate to give back? Well, as a Woodbridge graduate, I know the staff hasn't really changed too much since my time. It's only been two years. So if I need, like, some resources, some help with setting up or, you know, getting interest in this uh, project, then I know the proper channels to go through. I know that there's the counselor, there's uh, the teachers, they, they will help out in what way they can. Also, I experienced um, firsthand what was lacking. And so I know like what exactly to fix. I won't be wasting time on, hey, what, what do I see as uh, missing? I know what's, I know to some degree what's missing and that can, you know, basically make me, help me streamline the process of helping other people. What do you hope to see happen as a result of this effort? Well, as a result of this effort, I want to see um, other kids more prepared than I was. Like, I was adequately prepared from with, with high school. I was um, good. I was good to go. I was ready to handle the challenges. I wasn't uh, prepared for those challenges, though. That's the thing. So when I got to high school, I, I mean, I, when, I, when I got to college, uh, I saw that it's, it's completely different. From, from high school, and uh, it, we are told that it's completely different, that it's not gonna be as easy, but we're not given specifics. We're not given um, this this uh, experience, to, to say the least. We tour the colleges, but we only see the happy side of it, right? You know, like, hey, look, this looks cool, this building is really nice, we offer this, this, and this, but you don't see the experiences of the students, because, you know, it's really stressful, as, as uh, any college curriculum could be, so, listening to a student or hoping, uh, listening to a current student or a college, what do you call it? A stu- college student, yeah. Mm-hmm. Current student, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
it could help them get a better picture of what's coming their way instead of just people telling them it's going to be harder, right? You know, if I tell you that you're going to be up studying, you have to fix study habits, there's specifics, yeah. right? It's not just, oh, it's going to be harder. It's so vague to, you can't fathom that, right? When I just tell you, hey, go there, you're like, what? Right? You, but if I tell you, go there like this, 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 and then you're like, okay, I got you. That's the thing I'm trying to get through to the students. How did this idea come to you? So this idea came to me while I was, uh, so I, uh, after I finished my second sem uh, first semester of sophomore uh, year. With that, I saw growth in my uh, study habits and my time management, and that had a positive impact on my grades as well. And I, I saw what I did, and I wrote that down. I documented everything as I was doing it, and I realized that this could help not just me and other college kids, but it could also help uh, kids from Woodbridge who I know are, are not going to be adequately prepared in terms of handling the challenges college will throw at them because it's, it's so different. So I, I figured, I kind of figured it out. I don't, I don't claim to have this like key to success or anything. It's just I have some experiences that could be valuable for kids now. Um, so the teachers, I know the teachers are doing all they can, but they're not good. The, the kids have a hard time listening to the, te the teachers because it's that stage in, in your life where you're rebellious, you don't want to listen to authority and all that stuff, but I'm not authority. I'm like them. I am them, right? Yeah. So I feel like they'll listen to me as a peer or a, men uh, a peer mentor rather than a teacher or some higher authority. So how can people contact you for more information? Uh, well, my email, uh, it's D-A-R-P-A-T-E-L at udel, U-D-E-L dot E-D-U. Um, Email me and let me know what this what what you need help with, and I'll probably get back to you within most likely the day. I'm always on my phone checking my email. You can also uh, text me if uh, if you have my number through the proper channels. <laughs> I don't want to give it out that easily, and uh, so you know, contact me with that whatever questions you have, and I'll try to get back to you. Could you go into details a little bit about what you see as visioning the plan, like what your plan? We know generally like it's coming back and supporting people with like preparation for college and SAT. So yeah. do you have an idea of like how you want to do that? So I have a, a the, the way to get students ready for this uh, challenges of colleges through the SAT. Like I, I don't really think that it's I don't, I don't agree with the, the SAT whole thing, like how uh, what how much is placed upon doing well on it. But it's a great way to learn what a college is going to be like and slightly get prepared for it. So speaking from experience, from the exams I've taken in college, the SAT is a lot easier. <laughs> I know that right now it may not seem like that to the kids that are taking it now, but it's going, to, it's going to get a lot worse than the SAT. So if we help them to some degree get ready for the SAT, then to some extent they're ready for college. You know, uh, What I want to do is use uh, resources that they can access easily, that anyone can access. Like I studied through through free resources like and hand-me-down books, which you know people want the best to get to do to do the best on the exam, but that's not necessarily the case. You don't always have to pay money to buy the newest books or buy the tutors to get through. You can use free resources. There's so much out there, like Khan Academy uh, and all that stuff. They, they, there's so much out there. What I want to emphasize is finding the weakness, because this is how I effectively study. I find, I, I just do a diagnostic test first, like make random questions from the curriculum and see what I'm weak on, and then fix that. And keep, keep doing that over and over again until there's like one or two questions that I'm missing. And then, you know, at that, at that point, there's nothing that they can ask you that you're not ready for, you know? That's my mentality that I have. Cool. So that, that's the 
that's the process that I want to help uh, kids realize because the SAT is not impossible to any degree. While I was in their shoes, I was like, this is going to be killer. Like, if I don't do good, I'm not going to college and my life is going to suck. I'm going to be some hobo under the bridge. Right? That's what I was lo looking at. And it's, it's really not that impossible. Like, it's not that big. A, it's a big deal. I'm not going to say it's not that big a deal. But it's not just the test number that's a big deal. It's about what you do to get that number, or how you're studying, how you're uh, working t towards it, what your work ethic is like. You know, all that stuff that you're building apart from just getting that score. That's what I want to emphasize. That's the side that people mostly miss. That's the side that tutors can't get you. That's the thing you can't buy. That's something you have to work for. And that's, a, that's what will help you, if you, even if you don't go to college. Even if you pursue a career or something that doesn't require a college, it's still going to be useful. Like work ethic is something that's needed everywhere. So it's just to help with that. So I had a curious question. Um, so when Christelle came into uh, UD today, I mean uh, Dell Tech today, it was interesting because we were just talking before we were doing podcast. And out of the blue, not out of the blue, maybe to me as a as a third party outstanding, like looking at it from the outside. She asked you a question about UD, yeah. and I'm curious, like, Christelle, what, I don't know, like most, some people won't just like, what made you comfortable enough to ask them a question about UD? Like, well, Laurel isn't necessarily a college-ready school, so I've had so many questions about like, how am I going to get ready for this? What, what do I need to prepare myself? Like, it's really confusing for me, because I'm a senior, I graduate in four months, and yet I still don't know much, so it's really complicated. Yeah. But was it, so did that push you to ask the question to him, mainly because of that urgency and you're like, you hear the college and you're like, oh, maybe that's something that can mm -hmm. help her. When he first introduced himself, I was like, yeah, I need to ask him this question because this is. <laughs> yeah, but that's I'm, awesome yeah. because we need, I think we need more people to be around people that need those yeah. questions to feel like they don't have to be like raising their hand and wait after class or make an appointment to ask a question like. It should be people available that they could just go up to them like, man, exactly. four months away, and I don't know what's going on, and I need somebody that could I can just like actually have a conversation with, and not feel like I have to have an essay. Point with. them in mm -hmm. that right direction. That's where yeah. that's where the peer mentor thing comes in. Like the counselors can help you set up your academics, your expenses, and all that superficial stuff. But there's a whole that's just the tip of the iceberg in a sense, because mm -hmm. uh, there's no way they can give you uh, what you need to know. Like, you know what I mean? Like they'll give you the stuff to get into school that you can uh, transition peacefully in terms of like academics or classes to take and uh, how you're going to pay for it. But experience is something that they can't give you. That's something that you have to learn from the current student or somebody that's been through the process. You know, they can give you the, the tricks of the trade in, in a sense. They'll, they'll tell you what to watch out for. You know, cl getting classes and, and uh, the expense setup is obviously the counselor shop. They can certainly help you with that. They're very well out of the, like Mr. Dawes at our school. He really helped me with that out. Like he actually did a really, really good job with that. It's just uh, I know that he doesn't have the experience to to tell me about stuff. You know, mm -hmm. so I didn't. I don't see that as a, a deficiency. It's just something that we can improve upon. Right. So I have a question. Um, if is there an obstacle maybe that you're still still not sure about right now that you're like you think that's your biggest obstacle before you go on to the next step which is your college education what would you say would be something you feel like you still need to like get help with oh well and by the way what is your name oh i'm alasia <laughs> i feel like i need i think everybody but like me i need that like direction you know because you do all of the learning and then you know what you want to be and like, you know, where you want to be in life. 
And then you get to the point, you're just like, where do I start? Mm-hmm. So I think we do need all of that. And I think, I think I would need someone to tell me like, like what I, what, what is there to offer for me? Like, what is like, you know, all the opportunities out there for me? Because you really don't know. You, you only know like what you want to do in the career, but you don't know your opportunities. So that's what I would need. I would need like that push. Yeah. Well, I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, it's just um, after you get through the process, and you know, if, if somebody above you helps you, you can help somebody below you, and then you know, just keep cascading down. And people are more prepared, ready to go, rather than just you know being thrown in the water. Yeah. I feel like I feel like we need more peer mentors. I think we need more people like that in the schools because, like you said about the counselors, like they're there. They're going to tell you, of course, the stuff that you need to do, but they don't have that experience either. So we do need more. And, you know, people around our age group, or they could be older as well, but just someone who has that experience. Because they're going to tell you what you want to hear, but like not what you really need to hear. So it was interesting, because when you were saying the word counselors and Christos is like shaking her head back and forth, <laughs> like, what makes you shake your head back and forth when you I mean, that? my counselors, all they just do is just have proof application stuff. That's mm-hmm. all they do. Right. I mean... So what beyond that We've said some things. We've said some things that you. But what would be make you walk through the door and feel like you could sit down and ask him anything? What would what would need to change? Someone, someone who could like break it down to us. They're gonna give you the applications. They're gonna tell you you need to go there. They're not gonna break down break it down. They've to you. been like so into people going to Dell Tech, and I'm just like, why Dell Tech? Like, there's mm-hmm. other, other schools options. offering you bigger like mm-hmm. financial aid stuff. Like, right. I don't know why they just tell you to go to Dell Tech. Like, what's Dell Tech going to do for you? So maybe just keep the opportunities open, though, so that that's an option, but that doesn't mean that has to be your best like, shot. They're kind of yeah. pushing people to do it. Like, okay. we had a college application day, mm-hmm. and as soon as you walk through the door, they give you a paper to how to, like, apply to Dell Tech and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, why are you pushing people to... Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes sense because there's some people that won't even consider college. But if they yeah. say, hey, I can go for two, three years, that's to mm-hmm. grab that. It's not yeah. so much as telling you to go to Dell Tech, I guess. Well, the trick is to get across that you don't have to just put all your uh, interest into yeah. a two or four year university either, because yeah. it's also yes. trades, vocational, and so. But the trick is not to make it sound like that that's your yeah. only option because you go to yeah. a certain school district either. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter if you maybe somebody thinks that's where the majority of our students need to go. They need to provide that as a one window, but to make every one of those windows equal importance instead of making it feel like yeah. that's your only option because you go to this school. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's the trick, I think, you know, because it sounds like that's the impression. It's like, well, look at our percentage of people where we're coming from or the state or our district, and their best shot is going to be, but you're kind of shooting the legs out of people if you're like only giving that as an option. Yeah. Otherwise, what's going to make them want to rise to the next tier and be even challenge themselves to do something that they wouldn't even have thought was possible? Mm-hmm. But with people like you, Dorsey, will come back and be like, yeah, I mean, I do it, and then that piques somebody's interest. I'm like, well, that's what I want to do. And that's not necessarily the route that, you know, like maybe a majority of people from here go, but I want yeah. to do something else. Yeah, because like I had the option to go out of state. Um, I would have been fine either way, but you, I, I just stayed local because, you know, you hey, money is obviously the biggest motivator. They gave me the most out of other colleges because I was in state, it was already cheap. Yeah. So I was like, hey, it's around here, and I'm not paying much, so why I leave? Everybody else in my graduating class was occupied with, you know, going out of city, which is completely understandable. They want other opportunities. They just want to go away. Yeah, which is, I completely understand that. It's just that wasn't me. And I feel like when kids hear out of state, 
they they see the price tag that comes with it. It's like, if I'm going out of state, I have to pay double, and I don't want to do that. And then if um, people are like, hey, I don't want to go to UD, they're like, hey, UD's not a good school, that's the impression that they're getting. You know, that, that kind of shuts them out. And they're like, okay, so Delta Tech is my only option now. And then you don't, you don't want that. Mm-hmm. You know, UD's not a bad, it's a great school, right? I'm not gonna say it's, a, it's not a bad school, that's like too, it, it, it deserves compliments. There's a lot of stuff out there. If you want to do something, it's the place you want to be. Does, when you, does it like, a lot of people, I heard a lot of um, people go there to like, basically give them like a start to see, to actually see like where they want to go. Yeah, yeah. So like, course. does that, like when you're there, do you look at other schools as well? Because. Oh, um, I don't look at other schools. I thought you meant like as in like career-wise, like where yeah, to go. Yeah, yeah. I meant that. Not oh, like other higher schools, like yeah. higher education. Like as in like graduate school. And, mm-hmm. like, yeah. So yeah, they definitely have, they help you with that stuff too. Like they help you with figuring out what you want to do first of all. Exactly. So they'll, it's not just like you're in your major and you're shut in there. They'll allow you to have experiences outside. They have these um, first year experience classes where you kind of gauge what you want to do. You can say you're exercise science or pre-med or engineering or something. But they will make you still actually explore, because who yeah. knows? You'll find something else that you'll like. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people, they do want to get away from this area. Yeah. And then when they get there, they're just like, you know, what am I gonna do? Yeah. The and comfort, the like comfort of stuff. being sorry, to interrupt. The comfort of being state is that uh, if you need something, your your teachers, your counselors, your parents are like a phone call away exactly. or an hour car ride away. Mm-hmm. If you're out of state, man, it's kind of hard. Yeah, exactly. Like this is like your own your own. Yeah, so if you need comfort from people that you know, it's kind of difficult to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of my friends from church, they've went out like eight hours, nine hours away from their home. And like, it's hard to like, for their parents because they can't see them as yeah. much. And coming down here is actually hard too. Mm-hmm. So it's it's hard. Cool. Well, we hope you like this second uh, segment of our podcast from Dell Tech and with our show Patel. Thank you for coming with us. Of course, of course. And we're excited to see the plan unfold this summer and see how we kind of unfold it for other people and let it happen and motivate other people to do better. Yeah, let's see how this trial run goes in the summer. It'll be great. Cool. Thanks a lot. Thanks to our hosts. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Thank you. Yeah, see you.